what a few weeks it has been. What a year it has been. Would you take just a breath or two with me as we kind of move in to this time of reflection together? One more breath. It used to drive me crazy when people would suggest that just breathe, but oh, has it helped get me through this year. So that video that you saw is my community in my home back in February before the pandemic hit. And I want you to know that that is the last time that I had everybody in my home, kids, people of different generations. We played games, we played music, we laughed, we danced, we ate. It was fellowship, much like church. The gathering and community for music and fellowship time, that is church to me. And so as I watch that video and I get to share it with you, I am both joyful and determined. I see what we're fighting for in this time. When we want to hold our leaders accountable, when we are taking care of ourselves in isolation, when we are doing what we can to take care of the environment, we are fighting to be together again in person, in that way, to let people run up and hug us. I wish I could just reach, reach through this computer right now and hug all of you. So that's what I see. I see what we're fighting for, but I also feel the pain. It's been nine months, nine months. And so what I wanna talk about today is how we hold that joy and, and striving as well as face the pain and what are our spiritual practices for getting through it. I would invite you during this time to be thinking about what has been getting you through. It's been long enough. Something has been getting you through. And then I want to know, have you shared it with someone else? Have you made an invitation? The hospitality, the invitation to the thing that is saving your life could save someone else's life. Have you invited your friends and family to church lately, to this community? Now more than ever, it is available to them. Access is there. We're here online. Anyone can come. Anyone can be nourished. This is your time to share our Unitarian Universalist message and community widely. There are people who don't know that this exists and they need it desperately. So I want to start um, in terms of sources with a little bit of scripture. Something that gave me hope many years ago when I was in seminary. So I use the Poverty and Justice Bible. And it might be flipped because of my camera, I'm not sure. But the Poverty, Poverty and Justice Bible version um, is what I heard uh, Reverend Dr. William Barber used. And I grew up Unitarian Universalist, not very much Bible exposure um, in the church I grew up in. And so I, I wanted to have a better understanding. And what's so great about this version is parts are highlighted. I didn't do that. They come highlighted around topics of poverty and justice. And I know that that matters to this congregation and to you as a UU. So I recommend this addition to you. But the piece that really has been a spiritual practice for me for years and that I hang on to even more now 
is from Exodus chapter 15. It's called the Song of Miriam. Now, feminist scholar Carol Myers argues that Exodus might be the most important book of the Bible. And in it, of course, the Israelites are in the wilderness, escaping from slavery. It is a long and hard time in their lives. And I think many of us can relate to that, whether it be the pandemic of COVID-19, the pandemic of racism and systemic violence and brutality in this country, um, and other plagues upon our society and our souls. So they are in the desert. And in Exodus chapter 15, verse 19 through 21, we have these words. The Israelites had walked safely through on dry ground. Miriam, the sister of Aaron, was a prophet. So she took her tambourine and led the other women out to play their tambourines and to dance. And then she sang to them. When a fellow minister shared this small bit of scripture with me, it changed my life. What I love so much is not just that they would take tambourines on this long journey when they must not have been able to carry much. They must have been weary. They must have made hard decisions. They bring their tambourines and they make time to dance and sing. We have a female prophet, and we are celebrating the shattering of some glass ceilings right now. So we have a female prophet, and it says, Miriam, the sister of Aaron, was a prophet, so she took her tambourine and led the other women out to play and dance. Not Miriam was a prophet, but she took a tambourine. Miriam was a prophet, so she took a tambourine. Those two letters... So, say so much that music and dance and joy practices were part of her prophetic life. And I believe that Unitarian Universalists are called upon to be prophetic in this time as well. And we are called upon to help move through this difficult time, not pretending that we're in a desert, not pretending that the pandemic or racism doesn't exist, but nourishing each other spiritually to get through this time. And music and dance for me are how I do it. I lead a dance class, um, used to be in person and now is online and everyone's invited. You'll get an invitation. We can dance together across the miles. And music, do you have a song that has been getting you through? I will tell you that I have listened to Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves more in the last few months than I ever would have in my life. I don't consider that song a favorite song historically, but the spirit of it has helped me so many times. And I love when other ministers or friends, we will text each other songs and say, this one's getting me through. And so I ask you, during this hard time. Yes, we can think with our heads. Yes, we can take action. You use are very good at thinking and acting. But I also ask you to think about your spirit, the spirit of your neighbors, and how you might reach out and bring life into their experiences. The black liberation theologian Howard Thurman wrote, 
Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. I've kept that message on my heart for years. And then I came across one from Vaclav Havel that talks about how a man trapped under a boulder has more time to think about hope, what he hopes for, what we hope for, what they hope for, than someone who is not trapped in that way. Vaclav Havel and I share a cultural background, Czech heritage, and he was an imprisoned dissident before he became the Czech president. And so I think it's helpful both to, to look to other um, spiritual, cultural um, resources, but also to ask what, what is your cultural background, especially for those of us who are white, that we look within our own and develop some of our own um, resources that we may have gotten away from. Um, whiteness has taken me away from my Czech heritage, um, and I'm trying to find my way back in some ways. But so, so that message from Vaclav Havel speaks to me as well as Thurman's message. What do we hope for while we're trapped under this something heavy? And so I've been turning to music, but also to poetry. Maybe some of you turn to poetry as well. And I've come back again and again to this poem that I really want to share with you today. Go to the Limits of Your Longing by Rainer Maria Rilke. God speaks to each of us as he makes us, then walks with us silently out of the night. These are the words we dimly hear. You, sent out beyond your recall, go to the limits of your longing embody me, flare up like a flame, and make big shadows that I can move in. Let everything happen to you. Beauty and terror, just keep going. No feeling is final. Don't let yourself lose me. Nearby is the country they call life. You will know it by its seriousness. Give me your hand. The words of Raina Marie Rilke. And this piece came to me through a friend, first because of the line, just keep going, no feeling is final. But when I got the whole poem, what really, really grabbed my heart was this part. Go to the limits of your longing, embody me, flare up like a flame, and make big shadows I can move in. God, the divine, the spirit of all that is beyond our naming, is saying in this poem, go big, be embodied. And of course that says to me, dance in the desert, sing from the top of your lungs. Flare up like a flame, there is that world on fire. Flare up like a flame and make big shadows I can move in. That, remember that, big shadows that the divine can move in. What does that tell us? And I've 
feel this is so true, that in darkness is the divine. There would be no stars without a dark night sky. When we talk about this time and what's difficult, remember the beauty, the grace, the divine that is there for us in these big shadows. What are we learning from this time? What are we hoping from this time? As Vaclav Havel said, when we're trapped under something heavy, we have time to hope and dream. So what are you hoping and dreaming for? What is on the other side of this? And on those nights, on those days, those weeks, those months, those years, when it feels impossible, when it feels dark, reframe, remember that the divine is with you, that your best self is there with you, that when the world is on fire, there is still love. One of the most important things I think we can have for ourselves is a mantra. And it might be more than one. You might have a few quotes. I have that Howard Thurman quote. I have that no feeling is final from Rilke. Find those things that you can go back to, to sustain you. I don't know how many of you are like me, but right now I have two kids at home doing distance learning. And that is part of the roller coaster of this pandemic year for us is not only trying to acknowledge that church is everywhere, including at home, but now school is really everywhere and it's hard. And so one of the things that I have been using as a mantra is an actually um, an affirmation for distance learning. And I've shared it with other congregations and it's been very helpful to folks. And so I want to share it with you too. And, and let us think of our seventh principle of being interconnected in the web of life um, as these things are shared. Um, I hope that that all of our congregations as you use are learning in this time um, how to have grace for ourselves and how to do hard things. And so I want to share this list of affirmations with you. Perhaps one of them will just grab you as the mantra that you need to get through. Um, maybe you'd like to have the whole thing. I will send it to you. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to read each one and then I'm going to allow some quiet for you to repeat it. I might whisper it a little bit so you have a guide. But let's really feel these and take these in. I think they are an important message, not just affirmations for um, distance learning, but affirmations for the way we're leave, excuse me, living our lives now, because so much of what we're doing is at a distance from each other, and it's not supposed to be that way. We are meant to connect, and so I offer these for you. They are anonymous. I wish I could give credit to the person who put them out there, but these are affirmations for distance learning. If you'll repeat each one after me. Let's take a breath first. All right. The best I can do is my best. The best I can do is my best. How human of me to feel nervous about trying something new. How human of me 
to feel nervous about trying something new. I will give myself the same grace I give others. I will give myself the same grace I give others. I may not be able to control this situation, but I have control over my attitude. Now, before we do this one, I like to say that this feels aspirational to me. We try to control our attitude, and maybe you want to substitute action. You have control over your action. Um, but like our principles, often these things are aspirational. So it's, I may not be able to control this situation, but I have control over my attitude. Let's say it together. I may not be able to control the situation, but I have control over my attitude. This is only temporary. This is only temporary. Amen. No feeling is final. I can do difficult things. Ready? I can do difficult things. Say it like you mean it. And these last two, feel it with me. I don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. I don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. I will make mistakes and that is okay. Everybody, I will make mistakes and that is okay. If you can learn even one of those this year, if I can learn even one of those this year, 2020 will not be for nothing. I pray and hope and work that I may be learning from this time and I know that you are doing the same. I envision a world that we come out on the other side of this time of greater isolation with greater appreciation for each other. Thank you for the opportunity to be with you today. May we remember that in darkness there is great beauty and the divine moves with us. May we be learning in this time and growing in this time. And always know that when the world is on fire, there is still love. Keep singing it out. Thank you.